Yeah, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Good you morning. You've those places. You yes, yes, yes. Oh, you know those places where they do that, right? No, I don't know. You are the one ringing it. I well, used to hear. Well, that's why they call me that chief, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Good morning and welcome to the Gospel Experience Show, your number one family radio inspiration, one hundred five point nine. Your boy, that chief, is right here, and I'm glad to be back here. Seven days apart, but we are here again. How about that? Yeah, so uh, it's Sunday morning, and you know what we do around this time. This is that time when we talk about things. You know, the kind of things you will not hear every day, the kind of things you would not talk about every day. Um, but uh, as much as possible, as much as we want to run away from these things, these things are important to us. And these things will help us grow spiritually. And um, you know what I talk about when I talk about the, the vertical and horizontal relationships, right? We have our vertical relationship with God so that we can have amazing horizontal relationships. And if you miss your vertical relationship, your horizontal relationship will be very... Uh, I don't know what to say. I, I, I can't say you'll miss everything because I'm not God. God knows how to turn things around. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but then again, it, it, you, you, you'll, you'll miss a lot of things. But we are here this morning to talk about a lot of things. Last, last week was amazing. Fathers, a big shout out to all the fathers um, doing amazing things to raise kids, to, you know, to, to also raise, um, how do I say it now? The mothers, no, not mothers, <laughs> their, their, that, their wives, <laughs> right? Right, to, to help their wives, right? right okay. Yeah, because because we cannot run away from these things, Max. Yes. The, the women also help the men. But you know, the chief, I was, I, I, thank God Dr. Gloria is here. Mm-hmm. I was, when I say disappointed, not really disappointed though, but I was, I was, a little bit scared last week was yeah. father's day and of course you were here we talked about the fact that people should call in mm-hmm. the women specifically yeah should write a love letter and appreciating their husbands who are also fathers and i was shocked we're not getting the calls mm-hmm. unlike on mother's day when men were pouring in message in fact on mother's day i read message so day till 12 i had to transfer some to mc governor but uh, on Father's I, I, Day. But you see, the truth is, I'll tell you why. I can hazard a guess. Okay. Just very quickly. I can hazard a guess. The first is, um, I think that, um, you know when the Bible says, wives, um, submit to your husbands, yeah. honor your husbands, reverence your husbands. If you look at that scripture very clearly, it says, wives, see to it. Mm. See that you honor. Yeah. It, it didn't say honor, it says see that. That see that means avoid see finish. When you've lived with somebody in your position, not not in your subservient position, but in your secondary position, you know, you're like the vice president. Mm -hmm. There's so much the president knows about about the president. There's so much the vice president knows about the president that only he can topple the president. I don't know if you get Mm -hmm. me. In fact, for, for Lucifer to have even thought of taking over, from God in heaven. Mm-hmm. It was because he was assistant. Yeah, he knew he knew so much. So see finish. Okay. Now it, 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 the, the, the the burden now rests on a woman to be able to manage the fact that the same man you are with on the bed mm. is your king. Mm. It it is it is an enormous discovery for a woman and blessed is the woman who discovers it right early she will have the man all the days of her life Maybe. you know i tell people this prayer of strange men strange women so they, they don't have any place in certain marriages because mm-hmm. of certain practices in those certain marriages why wouldn't you celebrate your husband 
Why wouldn't you? When when you should know that Dr. a man I was shocked. Yes. A man's only fuel. We were begging for, for women to call in. And do you know I repeated it on Thursday? All to no avail. All to no avail. Mm. I and was the other disappointed bad part. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. The other bad part, you know, I've, I've said it about the women. The mm. bad part also is the men don't help matters. Okay. You see, um, the Bible says, let your light so shine before mm. men. Yeah. It tells you not just that your light should shine, but tells you who you should shine before. Mm-hmm. M- men, men do wonderful things, but they don't advertise themselves. Why are you paying the fees and not doing school runs? Is the child that the mother knows, is the, the mother that the child knows, so who will celebrate you at this end? So I think a bit of shining, but before the appropriate quarters. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's getting hot right in here. Everybody, Dr. Gloria is in the building. Where my bell at? Dr. Gloria is in the building. And you're wondering why she's here on a Sunday morning. Yes, yeah, not um, on Thursday. Yes, yeah, not on Thursdays as usual. <laughs> By the way, we missed her on Thursday. We missed you on Thursday. I missed you more. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we're glad that you're back here. We want to talk about relationship. You know Dr. Gloria is a relationship coach. You know, when it comes to relationship things, sometimes we leave the things. There are certain things that we are not good at. We know the things we are not good at, and we leave it for the people that are good at it. So, Dr. Gloria is here, and we want to talk about relationships in church. And I want to be very specific, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. You know, we have many types of relationships in church. We have your, your pastor, um, the relationship you have with your pastor, relationships we have you, have you have with the different people in churches. Yeah, wonderful relationship. Praise God for that. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the boyfriend-girlfriend relationships in, in church. In church. Whether both of them are in the same church or in different churches. Um, but we want to talk about boyfriend-girlfriend relationship in church. Now, how should the church handle those things? You know that... When it comes to young people, it is really difficult to tell them not to have relationships. That kind of relationship is really difficult. How do you like? How do you how do you go about it? It doesn't matter where they find themselves. Whether it is is in church, in school, among your age grade, you know there are certain there are certain cultures. I don't know that that's really missing in this part of the world. In when I when I say this part of the world, I mean Aquaibo. Where you have um, this kind of age grade um, thing going on, Mas, I, I don't know where you come from. You you probably have that. Yeah, yeah, some something of age grade meetings yes, and all of that. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. We hardly yes. have. I don't know, Doctor Lord. Do, do you see those? Like, okay, I, I wanted to be sure because I know that they've never called me for in, in my village. <laughs> Any age grade? <laughs> they've not called me for in my village, so <laughs> I wanted to be sure I'm not the only person. So so it doesn't matter where young people find themselves. Yes. You know, somehow they find love. That's right. you know so so we want to ask the question today and we're asking you that question you know how it is you will join on the conversation and when it's time we'll we'll, we'll turn open the the phone lines and then and and, and other platforms but if you go to facebook for those that were on facebook earlier they probably saw um those um that question and all of that now the question we're asking is how should the church handle it because we know that in certain churches it is a no-no like don't think about it don't talk about it yeah you are in if village. we will see you by any at any corner <laughs> you are in trouble you are, you are, you are satan you are well, well, you're free to wait yes <laughs> however <laughs> we will bind you and cast you out exactly and 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 sometimes this these young people intend to get married let's i mean let's let's even push it to that extreme okay let's you look know, at the positive side yes okay. you know how i like saying it like mm. i like pushing it to one a certain extreme and then mm. we look at the other extreme mm. now let's assume that these people are people that are, that intend to get married mm. but for some churches 
don't 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 do it mm -mm. in short some churches they have they have this role for men they have role for women mm -hmm. so you don't have that mix don't 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 <laughs> sit together <laughs> don't sit together but on the other hand the other extreme is the fact that some churches will tell you okay um you're in a relationship uh, okay uh, come let's let's mentor you for, for some churches it's an opportunity for mentorship it's an opportunity to groom it's an opportunity to teach the young people how you know how to be in relationships now take it a bit for that around february you know around the february 14th time and all of that we we have so many church programs where they talk about um, young people, you, you see uniforms. Some people come out in red, or you know, all red. Let we're going to church and all of those. Some people come out in white, and you know, different different uniforms for different services in different churches. So we're we're asking the question this morning: How should the church handle this kind of thing? Because sometimes it could be a bit tricky. So, like I said earlier, we have Dr. Gloria. Um, Dr. Gloria, good morning. We didn't we didn't say proper good morning. To you, so good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> so church relationship what do we do how do we handle this or do you think let me let me start by saying do you think the church has um talked enough about relationships um no i do not think so i do not think so um like you said we want to run away from these things yeah and then um, um and, and i could add they keep chasing after us and finally catch up with us and that's talking about the ladies here talking about relationships okay okay within um christian circles okay. relationships within christendom you know it finally catches up with us so mm -hmm. yes the church is doing a fantastic job but i think that there's still more to be done okay the church now needs to actually recognize the place of um, biology in spirituality mm -hmm. that's the truth mm -hmm. we have to we have to recognize these evolutions that our children will go through not mm -hmm. have gone through because when it's gone through it's like a post-mortem it's like an autopsy yeah. but they will go through and then we we prepare for it we identify it we then we redefine the narrative yeah. if we do then it, it keeps the children um, armed for what will come um, in the nearest future so one of the places where I think the church can do better is laid bare. Okay. Laid bare. For, for, for instance, um, and one of the ways to do that is, um, it, it may not be on your regular altar because these people have their different churches in most churches. Mm -hmm. They have different wings. Yes. So create a wing and then come up with a scheme or a curricula that treats curricula that is age specific yeah. and treats these changes and um, dynamic needs of every age bracket within the church. Mm -hmm. Go a step further and employ the services of a counselor. Okay. Perhaps a Christian counselor, but first a counselor. Okay. Perhaps once a week, because these children there are, as much as we say parents should um, make themselves accessible to children mm -hmm. or young ones, you will find that there are parents who never experienced this and can't give it therefore. I was about asking that because I remember that growing up, it, 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 those are things you don't talk, how do you even talk about those kind of things? That from our parents, from our, from our parent parents' time, they, they didn't talk about these things. To our parents' time, they didn't talk about these things. Some, some of us, to our time, mm. they didn't talk about these things. So how do I, as a parent, how do I, as a pastor, face the young people? You know, talk about this thing. Kay Franklin said that one of the scariest people to talk about is young people, uh, to mm -hmm. talk to is young people. 
especially in our generation because yeah. the young people know too much mm -hmm. so how do we face these young people to handle this is now let's let's mar marry that with the fact that when people tr when people want to get married in church you we have this um, marriage counseling class that happens uh, are you saying that beyond the marriage counseling class that something should start earlier than that yes okay yes i i think that um like i said you know um there are key things i i believe that life lessons should be embedded in what is called the sunday school for these young people yeah. so you're going to have um services dedicated to money management how to make mm -hmm. money and how to spend money and how to save money mm -hmm. you're going to have sundays also dedicated to love okay. when to love how to love if to love who mm -hmm. to love we have everybody in church that day. yes yes <laughs> yes and then another sunday would have to do with relationships relationships within the family yeah. sibling rivalry rivalry parents and children relationship and you're going to talk about the future your career your your prospects your job another sunday talks about hearing god yeah. so if we have this um it's like a recurring decimal mm -hmm. in the ears of these young ones and they grow within these ambits it becomes easier for them to graduate to the marriage class with the right partners the truth is not everyone who attends a marriage class will be marrying the right partner true True. Not everybody in church yeah. is the right partner. True. Not every Christian mm -hmm. is eligible for marriage. There are still character defects and attitudinal defects that need to be sorted out. And these aren't sorted out at the point of marriage. You see, mm -hmm. the truth is when we want to marry, not that we put our best foot forward. Our best foot comes forward. Yeah. That's the truth. Oh, okay. But it's here. It's here in this elementary section where everything is laid bare from the get-go. Yeah. So it helps me know I get to know who I am, first of all, before getting, therefore getting to know what works best with me okay. and who I can then relate with on a long-term basis. Okay. Many people get into this thing we call relationships without even knowing who they are, first of all. Mm -hmm. You would need to know I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert or I'm a spendthrift, whatever you are, yeah. within the church. Because the truth is, the parents can only do so much and not more because you can't give what you weren't given. True. So that's why I said, much more than creating a wing, compartmentalize your services yeah. and get them specialized. Employ the services of a counselor possibly a Christian counselor mm -hmm. who these children will tell about themselves and the counselor will be also be able to ask questions because to a large extent our need for a relationship and our choice of who to relate with is dependent on our backgrounds. Yeah. For instance, a young man with a young boy with no mother, perhaps lost a mother, is raised by a single father, will always crave for, could, could have the bias to crave for a woman. Yeah. So a counselor will be able to know that, see, by your peculiar circumstance, this is what you are, this is your propensity. Mm -hmm. You have a high affinity for this. So watch this area. So uh, imagine if a person is armed before the battle, what happens at the battlefield? Mm -hmm. Uh, unlike on, on being thrust into the battlefield without any armory. So I think the service of a Christian counselor is very important because of um, backgrounds and narratives. Then, yes, people will meet in church, people will love in church. Yeah. But the most important thing is, um, is the church able to let them know that it's a reality that people fall in love. Yeah. It's not a sin. It's a reality. And it's, it's actually ordained by God. Mm -hmm. it's ordained, the drives are put in there by God. I, I was talking to my young daughter who is a teenager and I told her, is there any boy you like? And, mm -hmm. and then she said, yes. 
But then I told her, but you know, shyly. Then I told her, if 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 you don't have a crush, if there's not someone you like or likes you, then there's something wrong. So you tell me. So we begin to pray about this. We didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't hear that going up. Wow. So she she burst out laughing and and went on and on and on about you know this is what's happening to me. And then this this provided an excellent opportunity for me to tell her how I went through my own season because I had that season. Mm? Yeah. How I went through my own season and how to avoid that pitfall. Okay. And uh, at the end, I discovered that she didn't just thank me; she gave me a hug. Wow! So it was like a weight off her shoulder. Wow! She's trying to fight with the God her mother says does not want fornication, mm-hmm. and her body that is driving hard at it. You wow. know. So I think that the place of um, a counselor, the, the place of um, specialized sessions with these children, yeah. and the truth that it's a reality will help go a long way to help stave their desires till the right time. Yeah. So. Y- you, you talked about counselors, and when you talked about um, working with counselors in church, at first you said counselor, then you, you said, if possible, a Christian counselor. Yes. Now, I'm sure that we'll get a lot of people talking. A lot of people will be thinking, but we're talking about church. How are you talking about counselor? Why, why didn't you just say Christian counselor at first? Mm-hmm. So, can you elaborate on that? Because the reason why I'm asking that is, there's this belief that you shouldn't hang out with people that are not of the same faith with you mm-hmm. you know so the, the question is people go to people people go to mechanics that are not mm. christians <laughs> but you uh, when we talk about counselor which is why which is why i, I got very fascinated so we're talking about counselor and you, and you first you said um counselor if possible christian counselor that means you have a space for a counselor that is not necessarily a christian yeah, I think um, the most important thing is to know that as Christians, we are called to influence people. Yeah. Not just interact amongst ourselves. To interact is basically for fellowship. I think we have esteemed interacting amongst ourselves above our primary purpose as Christians. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be Christ-like with the aim of influencing others, not okay. of our faith. Okay. When we talk about not of our faith, not necessarily people that are only Muslims, but even people that are Christians who are not, you know, up to believing the same believing, thing that you believe. Yes, yes. So we're called to influence people across the spectrum, mm-hmm. whoever you are. So yes, you are, you are, you are expected to. Anything short of that is self-righteousness, and like mm-hmm. the Bible says, both the self-righteousness and the community righteousness are like filthy rags. <laughs> so let's let's start by debunking that. Okay. What's the duty of a counselor before you um? You, before you add that appellation, Christian yeah. counselor, right. a counselor is just a, supposed to hear you, mm-hmm. or some people call it a shrink. It's supposed to hear you first of all, and then um, tell you why you're thinking the way you do, yeah. and possibly provide a solution. Mm-hmm. Okay, on the basis of what he or she has been trained to do, they're trained to listen, and they're trained to also um, track your background, and then possibly tell you why you are thinking or why you are acting this way and how to help and how to help you get off that path mm-hmm. i think the icing on the cake is the fact that with a christian counselor yeah. god is brought into it mm-hmm. and of course you know wherever christ is brought in it expedites action but the onus rests on you yeah. not on christ mm-hmm. you would have had the necessary information first That's right. before you bring christ into the picture please are we together yes, to we help you be consistent because the main aim is the, the truth is you know what to do per time what you want now is the part to be consistent about yeah. it so i don't want to have sex 
I'm a Christian, I don't want to have sex. And then I have a friend, we are very close. And then I try, okay, I try. Mm -hmm. But I find that we have sex once every six months. So how do I, how, how do I not do this again? I end up feeling guilty. So a counselor tells you, um, what do you do for a living? Okay, so these are your triggers. Okay. Would you mind avoiding this? Would you mind avoiding that? Would you mind? And then the person goes away. But with the Christian, Christian counselor tells you, okay, so let's pray to God to give you the enablement to stay away from sin yeah. beyond six months. Let it, mm. let it be a done deal in your life. Okay. Please, are we together? Yes, but the primary thing is a counselor. Yeah. A counselor tracks your path and also dates your path where are you coming from because mm -hmm. where you come from influences what you do of course yes wow that that for me that for me is huge guys you know how to join the conversation but for those that don't know i'm going the number is zero nine zero two six eight four one zero five nine i'll take that again zero nine zero two six eight four one zero five nine or zero eight one eight two 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 nine one zero five zero eight one eight Two 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 nine one zero five. On on WhatsApp, you can send us a WhatsApp message on um zero nine zero six zero three zero eight seven zero five. But let me ask you because I'm I'm curious. Now, when you create this path, like like you said, um, don't throw them away. Um, bring them together. Teach them what to do. Don't you think that um the young people, it, it, like some people say, in the in the culture of the young people. Mm -hmm. When you give them a mile, uh, when you give them uh, an inch, they want to take a mile. Don't you think they would have stretched it and then go to places where they are not supposed to go, just because you gave them that? Because I spoke with somebody that said, for me, it's a no-no because once you give a young person that that little space, the young person wants to go all the way. What is a no-no? Like encouraging relationships, like allowing that, even thinking about allowing them to have relationships around the church you can only have relationship when you're ready to get married but until you're ready to get married no relationship the truth is people will relate as painful as it is yeah nobody's going to tell you oh yes go around and relate oh this church allows oh please go ahead but the truth is people will relate mm -hmm. i think what what is important is what are the ground rules you set the last time i think last three three weeks last month yeah uh, a young girl came to me who is very close to me she's 21 mm -hmm. quite young and then she said i've seen someone who wants to marry me i was very glad that um no she's 20 sorry okay i was very glad that she had been exposed to sessions premarital sessions yeah. even without being in a relationships a, a relationship sorry yeah. so when marriage happened in on happened on her it was with ease that we were able to give her blessings and let her go. Wow. So the truth is, you want to look at the place of timing too. Mm -hmm. There are people who will marry at 19, at 20. I'm not an advocate, but mm -hmm. life happens. Mm -hmm. There are people who will marry at 24, at 21. Some will marry before admission. People yeah. have their different biases. Okay, you should be done with school, school and all of that. Yeah. We will never agree. So why don't we agree on this? Mm -hmm. let's agree on this that once a child is of age and for me a child is of age as soon as the child gets into his or her teenage years once you've hit on puberty it, it means that puberty is synonymous with self-awareness yeah. it means you're now aware you now get to know what you like mm -hmm. i like dark-skinned men i like light-skinned men i like short men i like fair women and all of, then now is the time for the church to tell you that beyond what you see physically there's what will last Things are we together. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have to um, ingrain this right early. So it makes easy for choosing. 
Okay. So, one day we'll talk about this choosing thing because I I know that the, the whole choosing thing is is a big topic all by itself. Yes. Because there are people that talk about um, in choosing a man that likes, uh, like you said, a fair-skinned lady. Will the person always have that? And there's always there's also the other part of choosing where people talk about God giving and God not giving. We'll talk about that someday, yeah. and I guess someday very close. But we have um, a couple of comments on Facebook. You know, you can also get to Facebook and comment. We have this person who says, Good morning, presenter. It's a known fact that Rome was not built in a day, and relationship is something we nurture and develop over time. And relationship mon- mentoring and education should be an integral part of our church administration rather than imposing punishment that will scare our congregation to start a relationship with those who are not sharing the same priorities um thank you and have a happy sunday thank you too. that leads us to the the question of having relationships must must they be in the same church? Because there's this thing about you have to be in our church mm. to be in a relationship. But we have this call. And then, hello, good morning. Good morning. Okay, that's gone. Uh-oh. Unfortunately, so these service providers, when it comes on Sunday morning, they try <laughs> they try to play around with us. Maybe we we'll look for we'll ban them. Uh, let's not let's <laughs> get on that one <laughs> because if we ban them. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Here we go, drop calls. <sighs> Not a very good thing. So, yeah, we're talking about inter... How, how do I say that? You know, when it's, when it's tribal, we say inter-tribal mm-hmm. um, relationships. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, in, in churches... church <laughs> Hello, good morning. Uh, Hello? Yeah, can you, turn Hello, down the can you turn down the volume on your radio? Let's have a conversation. Okay, unfortunately. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Dachi. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, my name is uh, Yairo. Calling from you. Okay, I didn't get your name. Can you say that yeah. again? Yairo. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Yairo. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. Happy Sunday. Same to you. Same uh, to you. Please, uh, I think uh, we are having a bit of my yami. We're having what? Having problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you talk about should we understand each other before getting married? No, no, no. It's, That's not what we're talking church. about. What we're talking about is we're talking about the church and how they should handle boyfriend, girlfriend yeah. relationships. That's it. That's it. You see, yeah. relationship is a personal something. Mm-hmm. I think the church should come as a guardian to guide. Like, to talk to then how to relate. Yeah. Which may result to uh, what we call a sustainable partnership. Okay. But the issue is that we are trying to emulate a culture that is not us. Yeah, we are traditional African people. Mm-hmm. Whereby you keep, uh, whatever you want to do should be in your should be studied in your situation. A Western culture you experience, you know, that is the problem we are having. So I'm thinking, as Rani said, with all the dynamic things are changing, yeah. you should see a way of uh, how the church can be able to come in. But rather than making it excluding it because uh, it becomes doing about all sorts of immorality. Mm. In my days, uh, my father had me know who was my the woman I would marry. Until the day I decided to get him. I never seen him with a girl. Oh, okay. Like that, I remember the church. So, and that's that's uh, respect. Hmm? Okay. Of course, you can talk. 
can trust your dad this is my friend so do you think do you think you would have do you think if you showed your dad who you were dating at the time that you would have disrespected him because of that how do you know that that person i'm betting something might not cropped up and that relationship will crash okay uh, I at the background and uh, until you actually know this person is going to be my life partner okay before you come over it all right because you decide to show your parents in the and decide that you need to do a little bit of a indoctrination. Let us understand one thing. We, we have to, of course, uh, manage this issue because so that uh, we need to manage it totally. All right. Thank right. you. Thank you very. Thank you very much. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Is there? A good morning. Welcome. What's your name? Emmanuel. I'm coming from Kuno. All right, Emmanuel. Let's have your take on this. Yes, I want to ask you a question. Okay. No, I don't talk anything about. Say that again. I said, which portion of the Bible is about boyfriend and girlfriend relationship in the Bible? Please help. Uh, okay, that's not cool. That's unfortunate. I, I wish I wish we had that conversation. Hmm. Yeah, but he talked about telling his father and um, how that would bring disrespect. And all oh, we have this call. Hey, good morning. Hello, good morning, doctor. Good morning, Dimas, and good morning, Major. Good morning, good morning. You called us all the names. All right, Ubo, let's go. I know that you know about Blue Cowboys and Cowboys, but it's reality. It's something that we need to address this issue. Okay. Because it's happening everywhere. We should not pretend. And we will not be able to stop it. Instead of that, we will just try to kite. Mm -hmm. And my suggestion, I believe that the church is not a matter of preaching alone. They should set out some days and invite a relationship coach. And to come and educate the members of the church on what and how they should do, and how they should live, and what they should do. And especially when a child is on the stage of adolescence, parents also have a part to play. Okay. Tell a child at this stage, if you do this, this will happen to you. Mm -hmm. Don't hide a child so that in case of anything, a child will know. What if one upon a time my parents said that this will happen like this? Yeah. And the pastors also not. If the pastor is so, so busy, you should invite a counselor that is expert. All right. A counselor that will be able to hide some certain things, information, not a counselor that the child will open up his own challenge or problem and he will now use it and spread it around and to show that the child will feel so shamed, so ashamed to mingle with other people. Mm -hmm. A counselor that is so expert, they should invite such counselor. The idea they put the child into a um, education in terms of the relationship all right thank you very much thank you very much work yeah he has talked about i think he also he also mentioned equal your, your view on the fact that counselors are important in, yes. in on this journey as much as the parents would want to do an amazing job there's so much that, that they can strength. do yeah. yeah because like you said you cannot give what you don't have mm -hmm. if you don't have it you cannot give it we have this um comment on facebook david sien says good morning the family radio station inspiration 105.9 for me breaking relationships because of one thing or the other is not just it not at all grooming it is grooming is the best way forward sensitize them with disadvantage with the disadvantage yes. of an unhealthy and ungodly relationship thank you for having me i'm Devi, and uh, we have a dog who says if the intentions are genuine mentor them yes the question is how do you know the genuine 
<laughs> intention, the ones with genuine intentions. But then well, again, okay. I think to a large extent, the f one of the things we look out for is the integrity of the person. Yeah. And 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 uh, the timing, the timing. I think uh, anything that that has a timeline to it yeah. very likely happens. You you won't marry until you set a date. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. And until you go to the press to go and print your cards, mm -hmm. you are not ready. That's the <laughs> truth. There's, some, there's something that being being putting a date to something yeah. does to you. Yeah, I know what it did to me. Hello, good morning. <laughs> yes, hello, good morning. Oh my God, we have a lady on the show. Good morning, welcome. Good morning. My name is Precious, calling from Rio. All right, Precious, let's go. Yes, um, thank you so much for this program. Yeah. You know, the church really needs to talk about this um, issue of um, relationship in the church. Mm -hmm. Because what is going on now, before it used to be a respectful one, but now you see a young lady, in, in fact, a young girl and a young boy, Coming to church, in, you you be so impressed seeing them in church, but you don't know what is going on in the background. And some of them, and um, you see some of them coming back from a bad place. You see them in choir box to be singing to God. I think the church should look into this thing and also tell the young people how they can work. I'm into a. I want to tell, I want to say this. I'm into a relationship, but my own relationship is a godly relationship. Why am I saying this? I I stay I stay for a long years now, um, long more without having a, a sex with my guy. But we still praising God and doing God's will. But you see some relationship. Mm. Some of them some of them will have a sex. Even some of them you see them in the church. They will not even stay in the church. They will go. They will stay at the background, at the backyard to do nonsense. Some of them with this phone, being on phone. You know what? Has been a lot of things that is going on. Yeah. So the church should also come up, not to for them to preach the salvation. Why the What is it about the salvation for? They should preach that we should know what we do. How to handle relationships. Thank you for Thank you. Me. Thank you very much. But it, it appears that one of the big things everybody talks about, which is one of the things that bothers me the most when we talk about godly relationships, the first thing that comes through the mind is celibacy. That's the first thing that everybody <laughs> talks about. And I'm wondering to myself, is that the only thing that makes a godly relationship mm -mm. godly? Mm -mm. Of course, there are more things than that. Okay. There are more things than that. I, I think sometimes um, celibacy is overhyped. People get in celibate mm -hmm. only to find that um, there's more to it than that. Mm -hmm. um, like I've, like I've, I've said, I've said, marriage is beyond the bed. Yeah, you know, it has a lot to do with your person. It has to do with interaction. Someone asked me the other day and said, "How do you define marriage?" I said, "It's just one big lifelong conversation." Mm -hmm. But talking, I think the, the the most frequent activity between a couple is talking. Yeah, yeah. So much more than the celibacy, the sex that you were abstaining from. Mm -hmm. It is important to abstain, but again, there are weightier matters. Yeah. After abstaining or before abstaining, what exactly is the crux? The crux is: Do you have the same values? Do you have mm -hmm. the same beliefs? Are you headed in the same direction? Do you have the appropriate skills to, yeah. to resolve conflicts? Do you believe that conflicts will come? Mm -hmm. Do you have money? When I mean, do you have money? I mean, do you have a source of money? Yeah. It's not about how much you're you're making, but do you have a source of money? You you understand what are mm -hmm. your what are your future goals? Very very important. Very important very because important. because at, at the end of the day, you discover that most churches, 
for most churches is the fact that um, we don't want to see both of you together because we want you to be celebrated. Uh. <laughs> it, it, we, we, we don't go into the many things that you've mentioned already. Uh. Yeah, I mean, talking about communication. Uh. We, we don't talk about how people can communicate like on a different, on a different level. Yes. Because for me, it doesn't matter what kind of relationship you're, in, you're into, whether it is the boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, whether it is your fiance, relationship fiance. with your pastor or fiance-fiance mm. or whatever, even at your place of work, communication is key. Yes. But we don't get to learn this kind of things. Yes. And that is why even at the place of work, somebody's saying something and it doesn't even mean any harm, mm -hmm. but the other person has interpreted it mm -hmm. in a different kind of way mm -hmm. because... Is either this person did not say the way he was supposed to say it, mm. or the other, the person, other person didn't hear yeah, the way it was, the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. That's the thing. So at the end of the day, we get to hear all of this um, fights going on. It's for me. This is this is something we cannot exhaust in in one day because, like somebody called and talked about where the Bible talks about um, boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> the Bible says brethren should dwell together. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate, but um, churches where these um, this topic is yeah. shushed and you know discussed in hushed tones mm -hmm. are the church are the churches with the highest rates of immorality. Mm -hmm. Whatever is not demystified yeah. over overpowers the people and becomes the dominant sin. Mm -hmm. The truth is, if you don't spill it, if you don't ventilate a matter, if you don't if you don't expose it, it's not treated. So so it becomes um, it becomes um, venerated yeah. and higher than normal. And and just generally, if there's a room in your house, in my house, where I keep telling you, don't go near that room. Mm -hmm. You'll always itch for that room. Even if I give you a palace, the rest of your room is the, is a palace, and this other room is as tiny as a restroom. You'll mm -hmm. always want to know what is in there. Sure. But if I keep it open and I tell you that that's a restroom, and and this is how to use it, but please you know that's it but please don't spill it you are more likely to use another restroom and respect me mm -hmm. because i've shown you and then i've told you not to so important thing is have you shown the person and have you told the person not to like i i wanted to talk to you about them um, just straight up it's it's very easy yeah. and the truth is there are scriptural backings for everything you want mm -hmm. for instance i remember when i was getting married or when i was in a relationship when we were engaged um one of the first things my 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 my, my fiance my fiance then Mm -hmm. My husband now told me was let's read the book of um, Solomon. Yeah, from start to the end. I never hear pastors preach about that. Okay, so fantastic. We we read um, a chapter a day, a chapter a day, and um, the assignment was at the end of every day we would discuss it. Yeah, so that's the first time I, I, I knew I knew that they were breast in the Bible. Mm. You know, I knew I knew I knew that there was sex in the Bible as explicit as it was. Mm -hmm. So so much more than you know telling them to be celibate. You want to talk about the forces of sex. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about the place of sex. You want to talk about the power of sex. Mm -hmm. it, it has the power to conquer a person if it is not copped right early. You want to talk about the timing of sex. Oh yes, you will have sex, but the timing is even more important than the activity itself. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about the aftermath of sex. Every time people have sex who aren't married, they feel worse off. At least mm -hmm. one of the two yeah. feel worse off. They feel dirty, especially if you are a Christian. You want to talk about the why of sex. You want to talk about the when of sex. You want to talk about the end of sex. These things are very important. If you lay it bare before the children, that there is nothing wrong with sex. Everything wrong with sex is starts with the timing and ends with the person. You understand? And then, because the big question on every young person's mind in church is, I feel like loving, okay? Mm -hmm. I want to love. But, but then how should I love? 
that's, that's that's the that's the question this, that's this big one. how how should i love then after that who should i love then then after that when should i love then why should i love what is even love first mm -hmm. so if these questions aren't answered and we are busy worshiping the lord <laughs> we find out that we raise a cathedral of hypocrites true and and that's one of the scariest things for me mm -hmm. the fact that sometimes we we go out there and and then we we, we say things we don't believe oh yes we have a lot a lot of people saying things we don't believe and i'm and i'm like there's no need saying these things nobody's beating you nobody's forcing you gone are the days when um when parents used to force their kids to church but today the, what we are saying today are, are you ready to go to church you're not ready okay i'm off meet me in church mm. and then the child is the, the next time he's telling you oh i wasn't feeling very good mm. so i couldn't show up mm. and the parents are like uh, because we are taught not to beat children mm. anymore mm. So we, we're beginning to see certain things. Well, it looks like we are running, we are running out of time, unfortunately. So I wish we had all the time in the world to talk about these things. Dr. Gloria, hmm. I, I, I hope you, we, thank you, first of all, thank you very much for showing up. Yeah, we, know it's, we know sometimes it can be really tough thank you. Um, bringing you on shows like this, especially on a Sunday morning. And unfortunately, somebody talked about the other, the other day that most people that would love to listen to this show they're in church already oh that's true yeah and we we're, we're trying to work out something we're trying to work out something and see how we can you know have the recordings of this show out there for people mm. and we hope that max we hope we can get that um done yes. as soon as possible, possible yeah. and have everybody listen to the show Thank you. Very, is there any other thing you? There's, I, I guess there's something you want to add before well, we go. Well, I think basically, um, churches should help the young ones mm -hmm. just by, um, like I said earlier, recognizing the place of um, biology mm -hmm. in the midst <laughs> of spirituality. <laughs> <laughs> you will help them, and then redefine, redefine the affinities. Once you do that, it makes it easier to serve God. I don't want to feel guilty that I find a guy attractive. Yeah. You understand that. So, so, so what you're saying, so uh, ladies that are listening, so what Dr. Gloria is saying is that you find a guy attractive, don't feel guilty about it. It's biology. Yes. Okay. But what happens what after? What you do, what you do with the feeling, mm -hmm. what you do with the feeling is what makes the difference. Okay. It's very important. And this is the time that you should guard the young ones mm -hmm. towards how to govern themselves yeah. because now the hormones are, are, are searching for expression mm -hmm. and this is just the time that you need to curb the hormones and show the hormones the right way to go if these children are, are taught to fear god more than they love each other yeah if the fear of god towers because i mean let me conclude by talking about one young man that when i get to heaven by the grace of god his apartment will be the first i'll visit mm. the young man called um, joseph so yeah. I'm wondering how oh, yeah. a president's wife would want me, Uncle Max. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still wondering. <laughs> a lot of people want to be religious. Yes. But let me tell you, it's difficult. No, my brother, I'm wondering because it's, it's so difficult that, like the Bible says, he won't let what you cannot overcome come your way. Yes. And I worship him for that. Mm -hmm. The president's wife, mm -hmm. not the president, is yes. calling you, according to the Bible, he beats you come. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you, you know the beautiful thing is, the Bible doesn't say that it was a one-off thing. Mm -hmm. She had been consistently chasing yeah. the guy. Mm -hmm. Guy had been managing. And she's a pretty woman. Fine. Not ugly woman. The guy, the lady is fine. Mm -hmm. That's bad enough. Mm -hmm. Then the young man himself is also fine. He's at the 
Sorry, of his, you, know, Sorry, you know there's an age <laughs> no there's an age you tell that to a man the man will wave at you and say it is well ah, if it was in 1984 when i was <laughs> yes. this was a, a young fit man that yes. could have made away with her mm. but he refused he to refused. he refused and, to and dr gloria let me tell you it's mm. difficult <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said I'll go some to his people, apartment before people, I go to some my people will come and say, eh, yes, he did the right thing. He was feeling really good. Oh, it's yeah. not easy. Even you know that chairman's wife. Yes. Even chairman. Let's not go to president. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about chairman. Your neighbor's wife. Your neighbor's wife. You're even going That's far. all. That's all. Your neighbor's wife. Uh -huh. do, do you know that sometimes when we read the Bible, it's easy to to say, hey, this one did the right thing. Uh, this one did the wrong thing. Uh, if until you're found until you get in to that, that circumstance. Yes. If you're found there, what would you do? So I'm I'm wondering what did what did Joseph see? Mm -hmm. who did joseph hear what was louder than his hormones yeah. the short time he spent with his mother in in israel and then with his father what was he told what did he move to a foreign land with or what moved with him to a foreign land yeah and yeah. refused him the power to sin mm. what is it i want that thing in me mm. this is what we should be telling the children you will come in you'll come to tempt with the fact that temptations will come as a form of relief there's temptation that will come as a way of, of um, something you call God is helping me. Because yeah. Joseph could have said, see me, see Wala. Mm. Yeah. My brothers that said they were going to destiny see me. Help see, destiny helper. <laughs> 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 uh, protocol breaker. Uh, protocol mountain breaker. mover. Mountain mover. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's what you, would you know what it means? For <laughs> the governor's wife, <laughs> for you and governor's wife to be. He, don't go too far. Your neighbor's wife. Your neighbor's no, wife. So, but he was able to see. Yes. He was able to make a choice that had a, a multiple um, ripple effect mm. on his generation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I think we should talk about. This is what this is what devotion is mm. like in my house with my teenage children. Okay. Yes, we talk about these things like this. Mm. So we pick out a Bible character like Dinah who went out with the daughters of the land. Mm -hmm. This is what happens. This is how to prevent this from happening. Mm -hmm. So it becomes real. Because the truth is, no matter how open we are as parents, there are things that my children will not tell me. Just like there are things about me that my parents will never know. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, it, it's difficult. Plenty, plenty. Of course. <laughs> All right. Thank you very, 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 very much. <laughs> Woo! I mean, I, for me, I, I guess I had a great time. I had a great time. I'm sure you had a great time. Yes, he did. And, and the listeners out there, they had a great time. Unfortunately, we couldn't take all the calls. Uh -oh. Some of them, because the service providers have decided to do what they know how to do <laughs> on Sunday morning. <laughs> and uh, we, we said we will send something to them. Marcy, you remember? That's the recording. We, no, no, I mean the service providers. Yes, uh -huh. we'll send something. We'll send something to them. Yeah. And we hope they are ready to receive what we have. They will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. We'll be back next Sunday. And um, let's see, let's see. We, we also want to hear from you. Very important. Yes, that reminds me. We want to hear from you um, about things that bother you and you want us to talk about. Mm. Because uh, we, cannot, we cannot all generate. We, we don't know everything. There are things that are bothering your faith. Because the things we talk about here, some people call it controversial. Somebody met me the other day and was like, you, you, you. Every, every Sunday you'll be talking about controversial things. And I'm like, these things bother other people. And we cannot shut up and just sit back and act like nothing is happening. For example, like what we talked about today, we cannot pretend like it's not happening. It is happening. Mm. It is happening. And we, until we face it, they say you cannot hear what you don't reveal. Until we face and it. And that's what's killing this country. Yes. Pretense. We pretend as if all is well. Whereas, uh, you know, the reverse is the case. Thank you very much for hanging out. We'll be back next Sunday. Have an amazing week. <laughs>